people, and welcome to episode eight of the Paracetamol Headache podcast. Ooh, you're all gorgeous. Look at you with your faces and your angles and curves. Oh, good Lord, you, you sound exactly like the old man from Steptons on there. <laughs> That's the old man. Well, he really was. Didn't he get done for soliciting in toilets? I believe so. I believe so. He was, he was a, a oh, he's perfect gent. Yonder year. William Brambles, that was his name, I just Googled him. <laughs> Hello everyone, that was a weird introduction. How are we all? Are you well? Are you sweaty? That one in the front doesn't look well, Phil, it looks a little bit peaky. If it's anything like me, you've literally got sweat dripping off both bollocks. I'm sat here in a nappy. I just got an interesting photo from him when I was asking him if he was ready to join the chat. And it's just a picture of him, completely naked from the waist upwards. And the waist down. I'll be honest, and the waist down. I'm sat on a piece of rug so I don't get a Hershey kiss on my carpet. How's your beard looking, Phil? No, fuck off. Uh, My beard's looking hairier now. I I may have had a chop juice or two and decided to trim my beard. And what happened? uh, In my chop juicy drinkingness, I forgot to put the beard guard on and took it all off like a twangy. And what did you look like, Phil? <laughs> I looked about three. You look like a shaved baby, everybody. My youngest didn't speak to me for a week. You know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fell into that ooze and then they grew exponentially across the course of days? <laughs> you are the sewer baby that crawled through it after them and then turned into thus. And just had face pubes grow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's getting there. It's not luxurious, but it's it's... Definitely, it's got past the, yeah, pube stage. It's back to beard. It was weird. Well, that is Philip Goff. Hello, I am Philip Goff as Beardy McBloatface, or I Geek Therefore. Um, And this is Andy Andrew Sarian Lives Chamberlain. That's me. Um, He's gone all northern for some reason. (laughs) I've had a bit of a day, mate. I've had a bit of a day. I've had a bit of a day as well. What's your day been? My day has mostly involved chasing people, but not in a kind of sinister way. Um, Not in a kind of documentary coming soon on Channel 5 kind of way? No, in a why aren't you answering my work emails kind of way. (laughs) I mean, if they don't answer them by tomorrow, I will be chasing them in a sinister kind of way. I know where they live. With a giant net. I've never met a net, but yeah. um, (laughs) Actually, I did know Annette. I got we tricked into going. On a, I did. I got tricked into going on a date with someone called Annette. I didn't realise it was a date. We also didn't know Annette from the, from the prison officers' club from back when we were we bands. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't a, the Annette I went on a date with. Because that would have been really inappropriate. <laughs> there was a slight age difference. She was uh, old enough to be my mother. Well, yeah, yeah. So how how has your week been? It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. It's been interesting. Uh, work's been all work's been work, isn't it? Isn't it? Work's always work. That's why it's work. It's hard to do this nine to five lark when you really don't care. <laughs> oh, I care. I love my job. No, I, I, do, I, I, do. I, I love my job. I've got a certain amount of love for my job as well. But like, I would also quite like to be a millionaire, laying on a beach in the Maldives, eating pineapples. From the butt cheeks of golden <laughs> valley maidens. 
All made men. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm equal opportunities. I mean, that just conjures up all kinds of rim, images of pineapple rings and where <laughs> they would be. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not one of those people that said, "Oh, if I was a millionaire, I'd still work if I won the lottery." Balls to that. No, well, I, 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 I said the same as you. But what I said was, I would go in and I'd leave in a. a, a envelope on every single one of my colleagues uh, desks with a thousand pounds in it and most of the people at work I spoke to about this initiative were all like completely supportive of it and thought it was a really nice gesture except yeah. for the girls on my team who know how much we earn a month and think one thousand pounds is a bit cheeky considering what our wage is <laughs> <laughs> and I can't argue with the sheer laws of economics yeah yeah but hey, talking about rich pricks, shall we do? Um, shall we do the bongs? Yes. Yes. Did you see that segue then? That was seamless. That was yeah. a good segue. If we're talking about millionaire cunts, let's get onto it. There we go. First one of the day. That one's from Mister De Blanco Hand. Yes, our one and only piece of advice since episode seven was please more cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's two, and it's what a minute or two in. So yeah. <laughs> Aren't they just all cunts? Yeah, anyway, I said we, I thought we weren't going to do it, but do you know what? Uh, yeah. Well, my OCD's kicked in, and I can't have three, so cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they've earned it this week. They have. I'll be honest. Right. They've, hit, they've hit a new low. We, we agreed we were going to bring Brett Rotters, so we've, we've got the C's out of our system. Let's get yeah. on with the R's, yes? Yes, let's do the Rotters. Right, ready? I'm ready. Bong. The Tories are a bin fire left in the sun, full to the brim of human feces. I read that as faces. <laughs> it's like, well, of course they're human faces. Like the small feces. <laughs> Plop Stewart. <laughs> Bong. Elon Musk complays, cosplays as Hitler. Go ahead and sue us, you bastard. We're skint. Oh, piss all, honestly. Bong. That airplane did not crash itself. Comrade. Um, yeah, three interesting kind of, well, the first one is a group of stories, really, isn't it? Yes. We could, we yeah. could literally do an entire episode on what's happened in the last day alone since PMQs, but we won't because oh my word, we've been a while since episode seven, and as uh, usual, the passage of time has been bumpy and dramatic. Yes, we, we are, a, we are, um, aiming to be on target but life has just happened the last two three weeks and uh as it as is its want and uh be completely honest with you phil they're lucky they've got eight i mean we could have just done one of these a month or we could have done one of these a year knowing full well how much we are grand procrastinators but also happy yeah busy humans so they've got eight episodes out of this and i think that is an achievement we should since since april that's pretty good we started this in April. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I, I don't think I'm ever going to forget the day of tequila wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, organisation is not... Uh, is, I mean, I have to diarise wanks in just to make the sure day, they happen. The day, you in, the day you invented the tequila jam daddy. Oh, my word. That was a really good cocktail, I think. I don't remember. I lost a week. Two ingredients, and it's tequila and jammy roux wine. And you put a lot of each into my glass. And I was <laughs> they were big, they were big glasses. For 24 hours. I've, I've never, I've never, ever known you crawl 
on your hands and knees after a drink like that before. Honestly, um, mate, there's been very few occasions where I've been that drunk. Uh, just also to say, where Andy and his good partner live, their bathroom door is glass. And there's just something really weird about having a, a cheeky poo and seeing your friend's genitalia and body smushed against the glass as they walk past. Do you remember that, Andrew? I do remember that. Yeah, that's just kind um, of me. Yeah, your balls and your cock were just yeah. pushed against the glass. And it did make that comic <laughs> noise. Yeah. And then the um, spirit left afterwards looked like a disgusting <laughs> elephant. Honestly, it was like a Yoffle fruit corner. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm not accusing you of having a yogurty penis, but you had just dipped your penis in yogurt. I mean, you know, they said it would help with the swelling. Yeah, but you're not supposed to put it back in and leave the spoon in for people to help themselves. Honestly, I've had to shave my tongue for a week. <sighs> anyway, from the one, Tories. From one coming yogurt pool to another, the Tory party. How's that for a segue? <laughs> <laughs> I see your segue and I raise you. Yeah, yeah, you've gone, yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, both very different segues. Yours is basically just a wank stain yeah, with a yogurty wank stain, but it's very true. Um, it's right into the meat and vegetables of the stories, yeah? Which is ironically what I saw that night on your window. But, um... <laughs> that is a hell of a segue, you win. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you won. Gilligan uh, Keegan. Um, what what are your thoughts? Fucking superhero, brilliant at a job, deserves more thanks. <laughs> uh, really? Is no, exact opposite. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, if this woman is a, she just needs to know when a mic is attached to you. It's still live. Just, I honestly, it's my favourite thing of the whole week because it just got better and better and better. Every single time she tried to go in and put the bin fire out, she just threw more petrol on, and it was just getting bigger it's and glorious. bigger. You could smell the human feces all the way to Brighton. Honestly, it was amazing. And what is it her office is costing? 32 million. 32. Oh, is it? Yeah, 32, 33 for a I did reason. wonder why things look different. Yes, she didn't even know. How do you not know that 32 million has been spent on your office? I got a new pen and I was excited. Uh, if you, if you, if you, uh, one of our further afield listeners, like Peru, Australia, Venice, Chicago, or um, was it Victoria in Australia? Yeah, uh, and New South Wales now as well. New South, that's great. Keep, yeah. keep it coming. Keep it coming, yeah. Let's see if we can get some of those out of territories, eh? I'm kind of hoping it's like a huntsman spider with a set of headphones that's just taken mm-hmm. over a house. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Just Darling, listening to podcasts this over cocooned bodies. <laughs> um, so, 34 million, isn't it? I've just Googled. It's actually 34 million. I was two million out. Slap my wrist and call me Betty. All right, Betty. Um, she's now uh, R-A-A-C. Four letters that have fucked this country over this week. Gillian G- Keegan is one of our... Um, uh, longest serving, which is not saying a great deal, education ministers, um, member of the cabinet, uh, um, one of the key... She's the education secretary. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Which... No one yeah. knew 
a few weeks ago because honestly, we we didn't even know that we had an education system. We we've basically run out of everything. Like, if you are living in France, can you please throw us some toilet paper because we are fucking bursting. Yeah, um, it's it's all got yeah. Gillian Keegan, it's, it's just all got to bow our hand. So for those of you that aren't in the know, there is this building material. R-A-A-C. Let me get the exact an acronym or whatever we're calling it. It stands for Reinforced Autoclave Aerated Concrete. Basically, we've got 50 schools in the country that are made out of fucking arrows. Yeah, like genuine arrows. Like uh, like like bubbly, bubbly concrete, basically, which was a cheap way for them to make concrete back in the 70s and early 80s. So the 90s, it turns out as well now. And the 90s as well, because, you know, Britain loves to save. Yeah, it is prone to deflection, cracking and other related problems like killing children. Yeah, like dropping roofs of schools Um, on top of many children. I, I live near Eastbourne. And we have a shopping centre that's called the Langley Shopping Centre. It's been made, it's a well-known fact for years, it's been made with RAAC, and it's now jokingly called the Crumbles. Fucking hell. Um, The roof of Tesco's collapsed because it was made out of RAAC. Rack. Rack, you you shitty, cheap, aero wannabe. It doesn't even taste nice. These 50 schools that are made with this rack material... um, They've known for the better part of, I think, four years of yeah. uh, this problem being something they have to tackle uh, uh, like at the, the next available immediate moment, so i.e. yesterday. And um, they decided to announce they were uh, these schools existed and this, this danger um, was there the day before all of the British schools <laughs> went back. Summer recess, every single one of the British schools was about to yeah. get they, they announced it on the Sunday. Yeah. Just just you know, because the, the night before summer holidays ending isn't shitty enough. The fact that you might get to school tomorrow and die, you know, just add that to the list as well. Why don't we? The Department of Education then released um a social media campaign for <laughs> fear of this, which was the very official, very graphic. Um, uh, clean iconographic graphic that said, "Don't worry, not all schools are affected." And that most, was most schools unaffected. And that was that was it. That was the entirety of their their like, "Don't worry, we, we've got this under control." Message until Monday morning when Gillian Keegan, the education <laughs> secretary of the cabinet of Prime Minister, opened her mouth allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, went onto all of the national televisions to try and argue um, that she was a completely capable human who could do her job. And instead... She has alleged to have said, privately off mic, but had been heard, we only need to keep a lid on this for two more years and then it is someone else's problem. And publicly has said, uh, off camera, in a moment of hot mic activity, which was, I can tell you, steamy beyond words... Um, oh, what's rigid. being interviewed by ITV, um, you'd think that they'd give us a bit more fucking praise and thank you, wouldn't you? After all, everyone else has just been sat on their ass and we've been doing everything. 
I love this woman. I want her to have my baby. Actually, I don't. I don't want to go anywhere near her vagina. But this is the Tory health, uh, sorry, Tory education secretary, Gillian Keegan, demanding that we, the British public, be give more them grateful, more gratitude for the work that they've done over the last thirteen years. That we should be grateful for because we're not all dead yet. It's a bit like you know, don't judge me on my personality. Judge me on our politics. Guilty. I honestly despair. So after after, the, did you see the Kay Burley interview? I mean, I love Kay Burley. I love Kay Burley. She's just a Rottweiler. She's a Rottweiler yeah. in a miniskirt. I mean, even her vagina has teeth. Kay Burley, this guy... Um... Allegedly, I'm not saying I know yeah. for a fact. <laughs> I'm terrific. just saying, I can, I can just imagine her husband has a very bruised, gnawed penis. All I'm saying is, when she goes and lays down in bed, she's got a glass with her teeth in by her head and a glass with her teeth in by her crotch. I mean, there's a reason why it's called a growler. Oh, sure. mate, really? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I really am. I'm so I sorry. to Kay Burley immediately. Kay Burley, I'm sorry I referred to your kitty cat as a growler. Oh, he went even worse. He called it a kitty cat. The oh. JJ? No, stop. Stop digging uh, the water mains. Front furry bottom. Oh, I mean... <laughs> and now we're in Australia. Vagina. There we are. Nunu. <laughs> no, don't call it Nunu. I knew a Nunu. He was lovely. He was also in the Teletubbies. Oh, yeah, true, true. That had some very suspicious brown and you know, black hair around its nozzle. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Anyway, enough about Kay Burley's yes. vagina. Gillian Keegan, idiot, went on TV, said something stupid, off mic, on camera, uh, on mic, off camera, uh, yeah. reported widely, went on to other news programme, and then um, had the interview where they pointed out that her officers were going to cost £34 million, and then said, isn't that a, you know, a bit... Uh, much. A bit much, a bit much, £32 million, schools are falling apart, you're telling them the schools are going to pay for it themselves, like their own budgets. Most people just repaint the woodwork. If I'm honest. I mean, what does what is in her office? Shit me. What is in her office? Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, I mean that would explain a lot. Her office all looks like the warehouse from Indiana Jones. Do you know? I've been thinking. I'm going off on a tangent, as is my want here. Indiana Jones played piss all part in that story. Do you know that Indiana Jones had nothing? Nothing to do with the outcome of that story because it still got to the island, the Nazis still opened it, and they still would have died. That's true. He only found the, he only found the, um, the staff. He found they? it. They would have found it. They would have found it. Yes, um, Indiana Jones was, pissed, was completely superfluous to that story. All right, we'll circle back on this because after we've done the news, we're going to have a little chat. And then um, yeah. I'm going to talk to you about um, a certain dial of destiny. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Gillian Keegan, absolutely awful. If you haven't seen it yet, go onto YouTube, watch the highlights. They're fucking yeah. great. It just gets exponentially worse and worse and worse until she drags in our favourite midget and yours, Rishi fucking Sunak. Who, uh, who has basically gone... It's all okay. What do you want about? I don't know why I got Mario there. Uh, <laughs> I can picture him as Mario. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> we be okay. 
I do apologise for any Italian listeners there. <laughs> I was I was not mocking the Italian accent, merely parodying the Mario persona. Also apologies to anyone in Chelmsford, which is the accent he imagined <laughs> eventually ended up on. It's okay, don't worry, hey. It's Basically, me, you're from Chelmsford. <laughs> I mean, the, the PMQ... <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, PMQ, it was basically, oh, come on, Keir, stop asking that question. You promised you wouldn't. And then coming up with six bullshit answers. Even Penny Morden. Penny Morden, fucking hell. Penny Morden, the rock The penny finally dropped. Oh, if you watch the coronation of the King Charles, uh, Penny Morden... The King Charles. Like uh, a member of the Imperial um, Senate... Um, carrying yeah. the fucking great big sword as, as Charles walked down the aisle. Yeah, she was walking like the sword and that music played in the background while she yeah. wore the, the Primark industrial ambassador suit. I mean, it did look like she mugged off someone off from Poundland and put a hat on. On it, but but you know, fair enough. said that she she did look amazing. I, I'll and be she did a good job, and you know, credit where credit's due. But Penny Morden, a steadfast, headstrong. Tory. Tory. I mean, I, I, won't, I won't lie, in a coronation like that, that was a very challenging wank. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Penny Morden. Oh, Charles. Penny Morden. Oh, Charles. Do you, know what, yeah. do you know what was a challenging wank for me? <laughs> Go on, I'm curious. That, that Q in Westminster for the Queen. <laughs> challenging, but not impossible. In the queue, watching it. Please tell me we're in the queue. This, this information is just between me and my majesty. David Beckham, you dirty bastard. Oh, um, oh you're queued. You're queued. Oh, Philip Schofield. Um, oh, he's such a rude He just thinks he's so privileged and he just jumps in the front of the queue because he played Joseph <laughs> once in fucking primary school. And he absolutely didn't groom that producer. Get back in the broom closet, you bastard. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's twice he's come out of the closet. Oh. Yeah, Andy Crane. Is it Andy Crane replaced him? Uh, Yes, Andy Crane did replace him. Andy was an eye crane, my hero. The inspiration of my name. Until he he defected to the now defunct, you bastards, ICT. ITV, CITV. And now he's one of the director general. Is he? Oh, he's quite high up in the BBC, I think. Yeah, he's like a creative director or a, um, he? a head developer of something. But for a little yeah. bit, he kind of went off piste on Twitter, and every single day, all he talked about was pineapples. I mean, he clearly likes sweet jism. That's just... I, I, yeah, I, it was either a case of he was promoting healthy sperm taste, or <laughs> he was promoting the lifestyle, or... It just really. I said I was drinking then. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just really likes a pineapple. Or D, oh. one of the above, which I frankly, I, I think is probably more likely. My favourite is when he was in Bad Influence. Do you remember that TV show, Bad Influence on CITV, the computer yeah. game shop? Yeah, with Violet Berlin. Yeah. I mean, she almost vied for the top spot over the Funhouse twins. I'm just saying. I think it was a spicy, the spike, spicy, spiky hair. Even more so than Annika Rice's bum. No, no, nothing surpasses 
Annika Rice's shapely bottom. What about Carol Vorden's way with numbers? I love how she lights one from the top and two from the bottom. That's all I'm saying. How has no one turned that into a porn parody? Come on. I'll be honest with you, I was slightly more enamoured by the one from the bottom and the two at the top. <laughs> you saucy get. You can't see it now, but he's just pulled a Vic Reeves face there. Though. <laughs> like, like he's just sat on a pineapple. Um, this is descending into parody. You do realise, <laughs> we started talking about Gilligan Keegan, <laughs> and we're talking about Andy... Um, Andy Crane. Andy Crane's sweet, sweet, sweet seaman. And Violet and um, Violet Berlin and hey, Carol Warden. The, there is a reason why I named myself after Andy Crane, and that's because he is a giving and generous lover, and he also cares deeply about the mouth taste of his delicious his mango sexual partners. <laughs> his night toffee. <laughs> so sorry. I, for those of you that don't know, I've had a rough day. I'm three and a half cans into Carlsberg now, and, and I haven't eaten so at all today, if I'm and, honest. And I'll be honest with you, I think I'm in the middle of a crisis. So. <laughs> 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 Someone could call one one and, and Candy Crane's sweet, sweet mango. That I, is going to be our YouTube short right there. <laughs> <laughs> is that the episode? Yeah. And uh, there we go. We've now, for those of you watching this, you already know it. But this title of this podcast is Andy Crane's Sweet, Sweet Mango. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're kind of going to introduce a new member of the, um, the Onslaught. Oh, has he, oh, has he said something? He said something, but I'm going to drop him a quick message just telling him what the episode title is. Hello, Jezza. It's me, uh, Andrew. Um, I just wanted to update you. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves, in the middle of recording. Philip's going to say hello, by the way. Hello. Um, we, we've, we've come up with a title. Basically, this is show. a person that um, is also part um, of our um, podcasting writing team. Andy Crane's Sweet Sweet Mango. Um, I just wanted to let you know, because uh, I know you care about these things, so just thought I'd uh, leave that with you. Um, just for prosperity, we're going to say it one more time. Andy Crane's Sweet Sweet Mango. All right, um, love you. Love you. Doodle Pip. So if he eats Werther's Originals, is it cock toffee? <laughs> I mean, I mean, everyone likes a pedo pellet, but um, you know, it does. They are. Come on, he's come always on. rummaging around in his own pocket. <laughs> it is non-scandy. Um, it's. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Um, I need to eat some toast, um, but not with mango on it, because yeah. I'm never going to look at a mango again without seeing Andy Crane's scrunched up O face. I'm so sorry, Andy Crane. I actually do genuinely respect you as a recording artist and as a TV personality. And I think you've got great buns. <laughs> he would like to coat them with his own personal mango. <laughs> I just like to. I just like to have a moment of just cupping them and looking just at to them feel them in the eye and just going, "I love you, Andy Crane. I love you." We just met. The we way just... you introduced Maid Marian and Merry Men, I was rigid. <laughs> it's gone all off piece. <laughs> 
For those of you that are just joining us, this is We've Just Smoked Crack, the podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so glad this is free. Um, if you'd like to sponsor Parasites Podcast, please get in contact at paracetamolheadache at gmail.com and put your title as I've got lots of money and absolutely no sense. <laughs> and, and any repayment will send you a little vial of our own mango. <laughs> Also, a paracetamol headache turkey baster. I've got to be honest with you, though. I have not been enjoying a sweet, sweet diet of pineapples. Quite the opposite. Mine's going to taste of disappointment and middle-aged malaise. Oh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I don't know how to start. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to ask. I've, I've, I've never... I mean, I can't just go in the street and ask someone what it tastes like, because that would be... Deeply inappropriate. Middle age. Um, um, I'll have to, yeah, I'll ask what my cock custard tastes like. Um, I'm oh, kind of hoping custard, really. Like a Portuguese so, fart. I'm so. Cool. <laughs> 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 oh, that, is, that is my favourite dessert. Now I've ruined it. It's just a load of people wanking into pilo pastry. <laughs> Another Thursday in Leicester. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie, this is more fun, but we have genuinely goth topic here. <laughs> well, speaking of ginormous bo- uh, buckets of cum, Grant <laughs> Or whatever he's calling himself nowadays. Otherwise known as Has Penis Will Job. <laughs> is that his new name? Yeah. Sounds Chinese. Because apparently, to the Orient. all you need to have in the Tory party to get a job is a penis. Hence, well, Suella Braverman. <laughs> I mean, she's got bigger balls than a lot of them. To stand yeah, in front man. of the camera and nod next on, to Rishi. They're on loan from Pretty Patel. They're not her own. <laughs> yeah. You see, I have more respect for Suella Braverman because she knows she's a cunt. Oh, she's fully aware of it. And she's embraced it. And she's going for full Disney villain cosplay. Oh, do you know what happens to um, Suella Braverman? She's bathed in the blood of, of Dalmatians. You know that, whilst making coats. Do you know what happens to uh, Suella Braverman on the full moon? I don't know. She just turns into an even bigger cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, mother. I'm so sorry. Your son's not making you proud today. Like the Amazon Gigafactory of cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Like we have levelled your playing field so we can build a gym for our staff, cunt. Oh, my word. We have really gone off piste here. Um... I mean, we've got bakers wanking into custard tarts. We've got Andy Crane's sweet, sweet night toffee. Um, oh, I Which mean, is to say, this is all an allegory for the current state of the Tory party. <laughs> I mean, it's got to the point now where, like, the thick of it is not even... <laughs> oh, don't, don't start talking about thickness and we're talking about cock custard. I didn't even do the math! <laughs> It's going to be like your grand's grave, isn't it? Oh, just chewy. When she puts bits of flour in it to make it thicker. <laughs> That's what you want, bready gravy. <laughs> she looks over it with her one long chin hair. <laughs> <laughs> and she gives it a stir. You better then. You know, <laughs> I am seriously concerned. I won't lie. I did tell you I'm having an episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, <gasps> yeah. We've got jizzy, 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 jizzy gravy now. Um, oh, good lord! Oh, good um, lord indeed. So Grant Chaps, yeah, he's a bit of a prick. List. I mean, like honestly, we've tried, we've tried our hardest to try and stay on peace with the Tory party, but it's got to a point where even like it has just become so parodious of itself that when you talk about them, you have to resort to just turning into Vic and Bob. Yeah. Only obscure, yeah. ridiculous Werther's original jokes and talking about Andy Crane's cum will make it make sense. Yeah. So, uh, I propose we move on and we try and talk about something serious. Um, Andy Peters? No. Toffee? Oh, okay. Elon, uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> what, a, what a prick. I said Elon Musk is serious. <laughs> Adolf like Musk. Let's go on to Adolf Musk. Like it's not just three like toddlers in a man suit walking around yeah. saying, Hello, my name is Elon. Even his name makes no sense. It's definitely a name a three year old would come up with. Yeah. Elon it's a name Musk. three three year olds dressed as a man would come up with. It's basically three toddlers trying to get into an 18 move in it in a trench. <laughs> Hello, coat. There, my name is Elon Musk. We'll have three tickets, please. I mean one. Just one. No, I'm I'm a grown man who's successfully completed marriage. <laughs> yeah, he's leveled up, cosplaying as Adolf Musk. Oh, he's such a cunt, <laughs> Mister De Blanco. Hand, you're very welcome. I, I think like we have upped, not using the word cunt, but acting like irresponsible cunts. By talking about Andy Crane's love plums. Yes. What love plums they are. Such I've just Googled it. No porn images of Andy Crane, weirdly. There's none. No. He's a discreet lover. Don't ask me why I know this, but there's a couple of Keir Starmer. Um, but <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a feeling they're just superimposing the face on someone with breasts. I've got a feeling they're real, but I'd like to point out that he did not inhale the beer. And curry on that work meeting. Or the cock. <laughs> However, David Cameron did put his flaccid penis into a pig's mouth. No asterisks about it. He definitely did it. It sounds like something that a Tory would do. It sounds like something you've got to do the day you become Prime Minister. They take you into yeah. the dark room. They pull out a pig that looks slightly like Margaret Thatcher. You have oh, to... no, it's a policeman. I've, I've, I've since reading it, it's not actually a pig. It was a policeman. That oh, guy's really? got a full pension. Got a full pension. Never talks about it. Cries if he sees the European flag now. And is now the commissioner for the London Met. <laughs> oh, it's Grant Shapson. No, anyway. Um, Elon Musk. He's been... Well, before we say this, Elon, we know you listen. Um, we know you're a big fan. Yeah, a big fan of freedom of speech. He's not absolutist, don't you know? So, um, take all our money, because... 100% of zero is still fuck all. Um, I'll be honest, if you took my car, you'd be doing me a favour. Well, has things, things gone wrong with the big... Uh... Oh, that one's fine. It's the other one. Oh, okay. I was going to say the big rotund sex mobile is starting to give you some jip. No, no, that's great. Honestly, it's like perfect for dogging. Seats go down. It's massive. Heated? Yeah, without a doubt. And there's some serious, seriously convenient cup holders for ankles. Also, this is splash-proof leather. It is, yeah. That's what Scotch Guard's for, anti-jizz. 
that's not a relative. That's auntie. I realised I said auntie. No, I mean no. auntie jizz. You have to accept your first answer, and you said auntie jizz. I don't actually have a relative called auntie jizz that I'm no. aware of, anyway. No, sure you do. I don't know. Always have sore eyes. Oh, so anyway, Elon, Musk. Elon, Elon Hitler. I mean Adolf Musk. Um, the he's, let, he's been a bit. He's been a prick, isn't he? Long story short, Elon Musk is not an anti-Semite, and if you fucking well say that he is, if you say that with your free speech on his free speech platform, <sighs> then he will sue the living fucking shit out of you. He has sued the Anti-Defamation League for defamation, making them the Anti-Defamation Defamation League. I, I, it just... just what? I, I don't know. I don't know. Space Karen has clearly been on his mushrooms again. Um, this, is, this, is, this is as insane as the Atlanta um, Council uh, and District Attorney filing papers for a RICO suit against protesters of Cop Village in the heart of Atlanta. And he has dated, yeah. dated the uh, court proceedings to the day that uh, Floyd, uh, George Floyd was murdered. Ooh. So if you really, really want to show that you're a racist, then do some racist shit. If you really, really want to show that you're a massive anti-Semite, do some anti-Semitic shit, like suing the Anti-Defamation League because they told you you're a massive anti-Semite. When when you when 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 you are ele- oh, sorry asterisk, I don't and then saying my car. the reason I'm suing them is because they themselves have been anti-Semitic by saying that I'm anti-Semitic. Isn't that anti-anti-Semitic? Doesn't that make you, by definition, Semitic? The way that he was saying it, he may as well be rubbing his hands together and he goes, "I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those filthy Jews." <laughs> Shit, you know, Andrew. <laughs> Can I just say, this entire series of podcasts is for comedic value. We in no way are defaming the Jewish community. I wasn't defaming the Jewish community. That was stating that Elon Musk may as well have been sitting in a bath of blood, twisting his tiny prepubescent moustache, rubbing emeralds all over his diminished manhood and then saying I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those filthy Jews mate we're too pretty we'd be bitch nip in prison stop it you would be a wife in seconds he's just he's just a dickhead and he's a racist and he's an anti-semite <laughs> absolutely no money so quite frankly I will see you in court I mean I've got like <laughs> I've got nothing mate I'm, I'm, I'm in negative honestly a bit of weed just came out. Stop it. <laughs> the most you're going to get out of me is Masaga episode uh, issue one. And that's worth 350 quid. And you can have it if you'll just piss off and leave us all the fuck oh, alone. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got a couple of really good Ironmans you can have as well. Here's an idea, Elon. Speaking about billionaire philanthropists that go off the, off the, off the boil a bit. <laughs> if you really want to help humanity, get in one of your rockets and fuck off. Fuck off. off. Fuck off to Mars and forget your helmet. Are you, oh, you're just a bellend, mate. You're a bellend. Dear Elon. 
Stop it. Stop it. We're going to prison. Philip, I'm Stop writing it. a letter. Stop it. Yeah. Dearest Elon, my love. It's been days since we last saw each other. Days and I couldn't I've noticed your ginormous cuntish face, you fuckwit cunt. It's been a pleasure to be distanced Please. from your absolute hideous moronicisms. You are a moron of the highest magnitude. <laughs> I mean, if we have we have one eighty from Andy Crane's cock custard. If that's wants to do humanity a favour, please pop off to the sun in one of your pigging rockets. You cunt. And to quote your friend Donald, if you go at night time, it's not as hot. Oh my lord! Oh my. Anyway, lord. Um, speaking of people that might die mysteriously in plane crashes, Andrew. Um, yeah, I'm not getting you from. and I, you and I, you and I are not getting on a plane together, and I'm not going in any tunnels. Um, in, in news that, that surprises absolutely fucking no one, Evgeny Prozovkin is dead. Who knew? Who who knew that would happen after you went up against the president of fucking Russia? Well, he's such a balanced chap. I I don't think he did it. On the whole, I think he's very very sane, and he's got some great ideas. On your whole. On my whole, I think he's got some great ideas. <laughs> oh, I see. Hey, comrade, I see Andy Crane has been here. There's some sweet, sweet goo stuck between your cheeks. <laughs> From one world's richest man to the world's actual richest man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Provozki, Snivsky, um, Kov, Kov, you know, Wagner, 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 boss mysteriously dies in fiery flame balls. I don't think it's much of a mystery, Phil. I think at this point, we've pretty much solved the mystery. He he acted like a twat, and then he found out. Yeah, don't fuck with the pee. I mean, I'm talking, like, in the hole here, like, when he went to Ukraine and started a ruckus, yeah. and then, yeah. act like, a ginormous warlord committing atrocities. Um, and the fact that he then turned his atrocities... Um, Northward to, um, or oh, sorry, eastward towards Moscow, and went yeah. up against Big Daddy Putin. Both of the things that he did were stupid. One was horrific. The other one was just a bit of a moronic thing to do. And then he thought he could get away with it. Then he got on board a plane, thinking that he was the world's toughest man, and then he exploded. <laughs> I mean, there's not a great deal of mystery to it. He fucked around. He found out. Hang on, I'm just soundtracking our conversation. There we go. Um, yeah. You oh, don't piss around with no. with Daddy Cool. That airplane did not crash itself. Uh, it did not. No. Um, it's terrifying, actually, that he was daft enough to get on a plane. I mean, that, this is the whole point, though, isn't it? You like... You fuck around long enough and get away with it. You think you can get away with absolutely everything. And then suddenly the good Lord find out comes around the corner with his yeah. massive justice and hits you straight in the cock. Right in the cock. And the rest of his jelly body now that it's plunged into the ground like a fucking dart. Definitely dead. Definitely not a psyop. You didn't see what I was doing there because it's not a visual medium. But I was doing that thing where you like raise your glasses sarcastically. I like say the, that. He's actually got his cock out and he's furiously masturbating to images of Vladimir Putin. Oh, I'm just kicking um, against the mic. That's, 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 that's Don't be that boastful. <laughs> it's not that warm. 
I know. Oh, so anyway, that's the news. <laughs> We've covered this all news. We've talked about Andy Crane's jism. I think we've both come to the conclusion this isn't really a, a podcast about politics, is it? No, it's two idiots. This, this is a podcast where two moronic divorcees come together to slowly get over their midlife trauma. With no um, ombudsman oversight. <laughs> What's the one platform they can't touch us on? Podcasting. X. 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 If, I, if I burn to death, I will go back and haunt Elon Musk. Meanwhile, over on threads. No one. (laughs) Hang on, I just saw some tumbleweed go past. It's it it promised so much. (laughs) Delivered such delivered so few. Delivered it I mean it's like going to a nightclub and meeting a lady and the promotional material is or gentlemen, sorry, I, you know, um, and the promotional material is amazing. And then finding out she literally takes blowjobs, literally. <laughs> um, I've got some news. Sorry, carry on. Whilst we've been, um, whilst recording, we've been recording uh, I opened up the phone lines to the general public. You did. And um, they've been dialing into my phone and listening into us recording, and I've already got some questions about some of the content that we've covered in this evening's episode. <laughs> you have not. I absolutely have. Would you like to hear one of them? Uh, yeah. Okay, one second. Oh, sweet Jeepers. Did you forget paid? Oh, shit, sorry, that's the wrong one. Father of six from the Cotswolds. I have three dogs, a cat... Possibly a guinea pig somewhere in the house. Why does the toilet water send the end of my willy so funny? Why does the what? Why does the toilet water send the end of his willy so funny? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Does it normally make your willy feel funny after your wife has bleached it? Oh, this is an interesting conundrum. Because, yeah, post, post-bleach willy tip definitely does go blue if exposed to certain varieties of toilet duck. Yeah. I mean, I have never... uh, One, the tip of my penis doesn't reach the water. So good on you, good sir. Um, And two, yeah. I I mean... The gentleman did say that he was the father of six, so that that could mean that during all the time that he's been using his... um, it just uh, got longer. and Is that how it works? I think it's like a piece of spaghetti now. Is that why I've got a tiny penis? Yeah, it's like a proboscis now. It's not even like a penis. It's just like one of those fly tongues. Goes <laughs> in. The really limp turkey baster. Anyway, we've got a call from a different person as well. This is a completely different person. Is it? called us absolutely separately from a completely different place on a completely <laughs> different phone. And it is absolutely a different person. Is Andy Crane's Sweet Sweet Mango available in all leading supermarkets around the country? And is there any kind of discount code I can apply to that for I am indeed a mother of seven children from the middle of the Cotswolds? I I can confirm mother of seven. Very masculine voice here at all. It will be available in original, uh, minty fresh and um, salt and vinegar. 
Uh, we're working very hard with Andy Crane. Ironically, Andy Crane is very hard, um, and it will be <laughs> it will be in the store. We've been whenever, whenever it can build a stock up for a very long time, and it's been a very hard process. But we have got some incredible. <laughs> me, I can see the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Results. <laughs> Andy Crane, I mean, no wonder the Gordon of the Gopher just squeaks, you know. Um, a completely different individual. <laughs> from a completely unrelated part of the country on another phone, which is okay. one from the previous two phone calls. Okay. And also, um, mother of seven from the heart of the Cotswolds. <laughs> there, are the, there are big families. There's clearly very little to do in the Cotswolds. I'd love to take you on a date. Here's, uh, here's the next question. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I found my shoes. Um, here we go. That's good. I'm glad you found your shoes, madam. I've been reading into the RAAC guidelines recently. I've been looking oh, at what's been going on about uh, the hospitals and the school closures. And I think it's an absolute debacle. But what I really, really, really want to know is why I'm currently sat in an open-top car park in the middle of Leamington Spa drinking special brew. And contemplating my life choices. Why am I doing this? My seven Cotswold children need me. Why am I here? I'm missing my shoes. Oh, it's all right. I found my shoes. Yes, so, um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I have not heard those yet. This is the first time I've heard them. I, th I think that listener might be having a bit of a life crisis, and I think it's definitely time for Phil's philosophy. Well, I mean, the car park in Leamington Spa that he's referencing is a famous dogging hotspot. Um, I, can only, I can only imagine that his windscreen is like a plasterer's radio um, about now. And I mean, Special Brew does, does lead to some pretty poor life choices. Um, I mean, you say you have seven children. If the youngest are only one or two, it's not like you've had them that long. Um, they're not that used to you. Um, I mean, if you're feeling that way, I would go back to the Cotswolds and make some sweet, sweet love uh, to your good lady. But I would probably clean the jism off your face first. I think it's really, really sweet that you think he's going to go back to his sweet, sweet lady. Uh, I, of course, he, he can clearly hear the love in his voice. It's the heart um, of the He's going to fuck a sheep. I didn't, I didn't say that it was a, 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 a human lady. Um, <laughs> this, but, um, is, this is after his all the wife, Barbara. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, so that's so bad. Um, yeah, I mean, Special Brew is never a good choice. Um, and to be honest, Tesco's, they're doing Brewdog four for four quid at the minute. Special brew is my least favourite soup. It, the electric super, super soup. Oh, we've Trump. got another call. <laughs> of course we have. This is, a, this is another separate person. <laughs> hey, completely unrelated to the previous phone calls. An absolutely <laughs> new caller calling from a completely other, 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 other separate part of the country on another phone that has nothing to do with the previous phones used in the other calls. 
You can tell this by the difference in their timbre of their voice. Okay. As a hard-working, cotswold mum of eight children. in my back garden holding a pair of my best shoes. Oh shit, hang on, no, it's three like Elon Musk's dressed in a toddler suit. And they're not my best shoes. They're my worst shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, Jess. Oh. I'm going to give you some phone number. I'm going to give you some phone numbers to call. Um, oh. Oh, I, I, I'll be honest. The idea of Elon Musk in a toddler suit <laughs> holding any shoes is, is, is frankly terrifying. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's got the money to be a crazy person like that. Just please drop us an email at paracetamorehadache at gmail.com or indeed on our uh, Twitter uh, page. I will also set you up a WhatsApp number where you can leave us voice messages. I think we, we need to do that. Just, yeah, just go to, go, to, go to the links that we post everywhere, including Facebook and Instagram and all of those things. And um, please drop us a message if there are any questions that you would like to be featured on a future episode. Drop us a voicemail on any of those apps and we will, we will make sure to feature you on our next episode. You can ask anything. There is not a question that is taboo. There is not a subject that we are taking off the table. You can ask us absolutely anything, and we will answer as honestly as we are possibly able to. Would you mind taking your penis off the table, though, because Sharma's going to be furious? Yes. Yes, please do that. What, me? Yeah, you. Get off. I can see it. The tip's just peeking up across the webcam. But this is my table. Honestly, honestly, it's like Mario Toadstool just p- popping up every so often. Do you know what it is? No, oh, Princess Daisy's not in this castle, Mario. <laughs> Well, that was actually quite good. Look off. I fried myself there. I've done a, a, a Chelmsford Mario. Hello, mate. Hey, how's it going? Uh, actually, that, that's one of our friends. Hey, it's a shit. It's a shit game. It's a shit game. It's a shit game. I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Mario. And then Toad. Oh, Mario. Princess Toadstool's not here. Get your penis out of the webcam. And then Mario, I've come a long way. Mario, I deserve something. Drop the trousers, mushroom. (laughs) We made a conscious decision earlier in the week that we weren't going to take we weren't going to take this like as seriously as we've been taking it. We were just going to try and make each other laugh and just have a bit of a giggle. We were going to touch upon politics, but we were also just going to then have a bit of banter and just just be twats. Which I have been touching upon myself throughout the entire podcast. Yes, but I mean, this is essentially what we've been doing since the age of four. <laughs> Just doing silly voices and making each other laugh. And, and frankly, I never want it to change. I mean, I have just role-played a mushroom filleting an Italian plumber there. It's not even the worst thing you've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the top ten worst things you've done. You've done... You, <laughs> some of the things I've seen you do. <laughs> I've had a cow lick my ass crack and that's still not the worst thing i've ever had done to me that cow wrote me a letter on my wedding day and my brother read it out at the at speech can i can i tell the story about 
the when we went camping when we were kids, me, my brother, your brother, my dad, and your dad. Oh, what when we found the water bombs? <laughs> the, 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 Why are these water bombs so salty, Dad? Um, <laughs> so there was a brilliant. Do you, do you remember that? I do remember that. That and the fact there was two badges in the hedge next to our tent, fucking for an entire weekend. It was it was like a badger bukkake party, but that wasn't that wasn't my favourite part of the whole weekend. There was a real there was a real bonding moment between the four of us, the two sets of brothers. Yeah, because we we unfortunately watched your dad, who is not a not a heavy drinker, no, enjoying neat whiskey from a tin cup, yeah. and then projectile vomiting out of a hole the size of his head from the front of his tent. As we sat oh, yeah. with another tin cup full of whiskey, sharing it between the, the four of us and just watching a grown-ass man projectile vomit. I do like, remember that. Like his tent was going to take off. Yeah. I a, do remember that. I can't that even was, remember how we were. 11, drinking... Yeah, we were just... Uh, I remember I thought I broke my foot diving off that swimming diving board as well. Oh. I do remember that. That was a good holiday. That was apart a good from holiday. someone clearly had had sex in our tent. Yeah, there so wasn't we, any of us. We we went for a day out to a swimming a local swimming centre, which had like diving boards and loop the loops and stuff like this. And then when we came back, we found a used condom in our tent, the children's tent. And someone had broken into our tent and clearly had sex all over our sleeping bags. I mean, they were crunchy. <laughs> they had gone to town in our tent, mate. They had, yeah, they had. It looked like yeah. a Jackson Pollock in there. It was raining in the inside it of that tent. Maybe it's like a porn channel, fake camping or something. I don't know. But anyway, we digress. We decided we were going to step away from the... Um, seriousness. Seriousness and just be a bit sillier. And I hope you've Mission accomplished. Fucking great evening. Um, uh, we, we were going to do some recommendations. Yes. So, like, going back then, circling back to where we were a little bit earlier. In general, don't Jones, let people have sex destiny. in your tent. That, Sorry, yeah, carry on. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, have you seen it? No. Oh, my sweet giddy aunt. Is it bad? It is one of the most joyful cinema experiences I've ever had. But is it a car crash? No. Not I was told it was awful. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. I enjoyed everything they did. All of the fan service... And the fact that it was actually taking a gamble on an original idea. It ends brilliantly, but more importantly than anything else, they carried on with their tradition of having genuinely scary, actually badass bad guys. Is it Russians this time? Um, Germans, goes back to Nazis. Okay. It is um, Hannibal himself, Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, that guy's awesome in anything he's in. As the grand antagonist, um, absolutely incredible film. I, I will fight anyone in the playground who says that it's a bad film. You shouldn't fight people in playgrounds, you're a grown man. I will do it anyway. <clears throat> you know what they were trying to go for with Crystal Skull? Yeah, they, they, they just missed the mark, didn't they? Just a little bit, just a little bit. Because, you know, it, it was going through kind of Spielberg's, you know, I'm more interested... Kate, Kate Blanchett was an awful villain. Uh, yeah and no she was good in her own way but Russians don't work with Indiana Jones no it's Germans it's Germans it's yeah. Germans or it's you know like 
Nazis or much it, like Elon Musk. I mean, yeah, and or it's kind of you know um, like dark, malevolent, like demon creatures, like in Temple of Doom. Yeah, like you need to have something which is a little bit more uh, animated, like properly sinister. Animated. Yeah, and Mads oh. Mikkelsen gets the gets the entire um, uh, assignment. He absolutely smashes it. He is genuinely terrifying throughout, and he looks like he doesn't know that he's in an Indiana Jones film. He is playing it exactly how he played Hamil- uh, um, Hannibal. Hannibal. I mean, Hannibal is chilling. I loved it. I honestly, I had the the, the best time watching it, and the ending yeah. batshit crazy and. There's been a lot of feedback about the ending. People going, "Oh, the ending kind of fluffs it." I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree with them more. I thought the ending was absolutely fucking superb. Genuinely brilliant film. I'll be really interested to hear your thoughts on it because you might hate um, it. But has I, it has it dropped yet, or is it? I, I, do you know? I'll watch it illegally. I won't. I'm joking for all those that are listening. <laughs> LimeWire, uh, you're gonna give your computer. Oh grief! Who LimeWire? Can you remember? You're gonna give your computer herpes. The best source of pornography and sexually transmitted diseases on the internet. Um, I mean, I had to shoot one of my computers and put it out of its misery. <laughs> Big gnashing teeth for me front. And then they rebranded it. Was it Frostwire? Yeah. And then we promised this isn't anything like Frostwire, LimeWire, Wire. Um, you wonder when you um, you wonder what's going on when your computer's CD drawer is basically dribbling green snot. Yeah. Yeah. All the police are knocking at your door because you've downloaded bomb-making instructions without realising. When you were trying to download the first episode of, of Teletubbies so you could drop some mushrooms that your granddad bought you. Yeah. Oh, my granddad got the best mushrooms. But um, my recommendation, I've only watched one episode, but the feedback, and I hope Netflix don't do what they've done to Lockwood & Co. Because Lockwood & Co. was an awesome, awesome series, and they've cancelled it after the first series. But uh, One Piece, P-I-E-C-E, it's fucking mental. It's a manga-esque take on piracy and pirates and everyone looking for the One Piece, which is this the Golden Rogers treasure. It's amazing. But it's got a rubbery, um, like, protagonist. It's got villains with Mad Max metal jaws. It's got everything you need. And I've only watched the first episode. In fact, when we finish recording this, I'm going to get myself another can of chopped juice. I'm going to get myself a Solero from the fridge and put it down my pants because it's really hot and watch another episode. It's a bit it's a bit balmy, isn't it? It's brilliant. Honestly, batshit crazy, but it's absolutely oh, no, brilliant. about the weather. Balmy with an L. Oh, oh, balmy. Yes, get you. Get you, you clever bastard, you. Um, yeah, it's. I, I, have, I really enjoyed it. I have yet to watch it, but I have read very good things about it, and I know that the internet has gone a little bit goo-goo about it. Well, I'm, and I'm always suspicious of things like that, because um, people can be idiots en masse. Um, not us and our discerning listeners, but people can get hyped up about shite, can't we? Well, let's be honest. Uh, but no, it's well worth a hype. And um, I'd run out of Ghost Adventures to watch anyway. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd give it a go. It's brilliant. Well worth... Uh, is there another one coming through from no, he's, the mother of... No, no, he's just saying thank you. He's, he's most... No, thank her, please. Thank her. Thank her yeah. and her many, many children. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think 
we're entering the winter period now, so TV and things are going to get a lot better. Also, I don't know about you, Andy, I can't wait for X-Men 97. Yeah, I've seen good things about that too. I've, I've seen the merchandising that's come out. They've been very true to the originals. I think And some... two-thirds of the cast of the originals as well. Sorry to interrupt, but I think the person who's been calling in all evening, one of the people, one of the many mothers from the Cotswolds, has posted something on uh, Instagram. And he says, just mm. casually helped record a podcast from a pub via WhatsApp. What are you doing with your life, you gobshites? Hashtag no future. I mean, am I? Oh, yeah, built like a lazy bear. There we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway, we are spiraling towards the end. We are. We love you all. Uh, I've had great fun. This has been really good fun. I won't lie. This has possibly been the most fun of the lot. And we're going to continue like this, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, In a world where uncertainty is ruling the roost and where there is a depressing level of depressing on an almost daily basis. And where your house literally might fall out down around you or your school or your supermarket or Jimmy Carr has even had to cancel a concert because the theatre... Jesus Christ. People thought it was a joke. They kept waiting for the punchline. It's like, no, I'm serious. We've had to, we've had to cancel. It, it, the the theatre's fallen to bits. Uh, I'm, off to see, I'm off to see Stephen Lynch next week as well. Amazing. Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And also, if you fancy it, Kevin Bloody Wilson in November. I will always opt for an admit of Kevin Bloody Wilson. I would recommend anyone Googling his daughter, who is called Jenny Talia from Australia. Well worth a listen. Um, Andy, I can see in your glasses you're looking at pornography. Only a little bit. <laughs> I'm just a little bit wanky. It's fine. Well, I'm saving something for my desktop for uh, posting on um, uh, Twitter later. Okay. Yeah. Under, if under it's that picture of me, if it's that picture of me, I'll be very angry because I haven't waxed my nipples. It isn't. It's something. It's something a little bit more um, uh, satirical. Um, You know, I'm very. I'm very kind of, um, kind of sensitive about my nipple hair. Absolutely, won't be a picture of your nipple hair, nor a picture. I've got crop circles. I'm just saying. Honestly, like tiny aliens. When he shaved his beard off, he looked like something. He looked like. I will post a picture of that. It. It was. It was something else. It was like a prepubescent alien. One of us. I nearly <laughs> broke. I nearly broke. I nearly broke into the the toadstool there again. Yeah, you got to differentiate between them. Yeah. Oh, Mario, that's never going to go all the way in. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. You know. Uh, right. This has been episode eight of the Parasite. Don't to neglect the bars, toadstool. <laughs> Half the half the holes. <laughs> I don't mind Luigi. He's just a filming, eh? <laughs> well, that went that went very that went very stereotypical Italian then. Oh, sorry, Mario. You went very Sicilian. Mario, yeah. I'm gonna make it up and you can't refuse. Put my penis in your mouth. Um <laughs> oh, I wanna go home. I'll go home. I am home. I'm all right. I'm going to have some chips. Who am I? What year is it? Who was the president? Don't tell me. 
we've got a president now. Nothing surprises. Um, all right. I, I love you all, you beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people. Where can the where can the pleb listeners find you? Yeah, on this pleb. Hell, plebs. Oh, you mean our fellow morons? They yes, can, our fellow moron listeners. Where can they listen to us? On Twitter. Uh, by directly searching the Paracetamol Headache podcast. Basically, we're like chlamydia. We're fucking everywhere. Absolutely everywhere, and you can't get rid of us. We are literally hiding in every pore. And we're like a weirdly awkward genital wall that's just under the penile ridge that you can't wherever, quite get to. Wherever good podcasts are, we're also there as well, down the bottom we're with there. all the shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, we would, what we would really like is for you to go on Apple, because Apple seems, if you use Apple as a podcasting platform, or Spotify specifically, we would revalue some reviews. Yeah. We would also revalue you sharing the link out with one person. We'd also if revalue ever, if you went to our Twitter page and just sent us pictures of big pendulous balls. Like Penny Wardens. Yes. Honestly, well, I wouldn't give the ginormous pendulous empirical poundland in in glamoured balls. She's got three of them. It's like a pawn shop. P A W N, obviously. The one in the middle talks. Yeah. Hello. No, what I'm not do you yeah, <laughs> it's from it's from Chicago. Hey, there, friend. <laughs> one of us always tells the truth, and one of us always lies. The one in the middle is ambivalent. <laughs> I, I can see. I can see the good in both arguments. <laughs> <laughs> I am neither to the left nor to the right, but somewhere in between. A bit like the Lib Dems. Um, and Keir Starmer. Uh, <laughs> I just lost what you got. A little, a little Trump. <laughs> We need to go. I need to pee. Honestly, it's coming out. Right. I, I don't think you can turtle head with urine, but it is. I'm Andy James Chamberlain. You can find me on Twitter at SarianLives. That. Uh, I'm Phil Goff. That. Um, I, I am Beardy McBloatface, otherwise known as iGeek. Therefore, you find us on Paracetamol Headache, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Threads. Yeah. Um, we've also drawn our faces on a toilet wall. Um, 20 quid for the person that finds it genuinely have put our link on the toilet wall um, I left my telephone number on the um, left toilet cube second from the left in the Chelmsford services um, if you find the telephone number please text us a question and we'll feature you on a future episode is that the one with the hole for putting toilet roll through when you run yes, out please. <laughs> that was really sticky um, <laughs> it was like Philadelphia we need to go. Uh, it's pineapple in it. This has been Carol to My Headache Podcast, Episode 8. We love you very much. Say goodbye for Bye. Goodbye. Jamie Mills got some cracking pictures of Vords.